0: Shas Illuminated presents the following shiur by Rabbi Shlomo Perlstein. Masechus Yivamis has been dedicated to Eloi Nishmat Reb Meir Yehuda ben Reb Pesach Avram. Tafi Tesa The Gemara a on Reb Eishim. Reb Eishim learned in Reb Shimon that he holds <laughs> There's no problem with Eishim because Zikur Kiknusa. Gemara is going to prove that Reb Shimon doesn't hold Zikur Kiknusa. How is he going to prove that? The Gemara brings a Mishnah that says there are three brothers. Ruben, Shimon, and Levi are married to three Fremda women that are not relations at all. Ruben died. Shimon made mimer on Ruben's wife. And then Shimon went ahead and died. So Levi has now two women that are noyful to him to Yibum. The Tanakhama says that they both do Halits and not Yibum. If Shimon holds that he can do Yibum to either one, either Ruben's wife or Shimon's wife. And the second one gets Halitza. The Gemara explains, why does Shimon hold that? Why does he hold that he can't do Yibum to both? The fact is, there are two women from two different bottom. One was married to Shimon, and one was married to Ruben. They're two different Chiyuvei Yibum. So the Gemara explains, because it could be that he holds Yesh and Zikike And therefore, it's as if Shimon did Yibum to Eshes Ruben. And now there are two women that come from one base, not from two Bata'am. They're both from Shimon's house. So when there are two women that come from one Dead brother, you do Yibum to one, you don't do Tabal. So that's the reason he allows Yibum to one. However, he makes the other one do Chalitza, because maybe we don't see Zik'a Kiknusa, and therefore it's not as if he did Yibum with Ashus Ruvain, and therefore one has to get Chalitza. As we said, maybe it's not considered by Yisrael. maybe we don't see Zik'a So we see that Rabshimin is Mesupik if we say Zik'a and that's even with a Maimur that he did. Gemara eventually answers that since there were two potential Yibum, we don't say Ziki Kiknusa. However, the Gemara is that we say Zikiki Knusa, it would have to be that since Asius Ruven was Zokuk to Shimon, we say Zikiki Keknusa, and therefore it's impossible to say that both Asius Ruven and Asius Shimon should need Yibum because they're from two different bottom. Since we say Zikiki Knusa, it's as if Shimon did Yibum on her, and both Asius Ruven and Asius Shimon are considered that they come from one bias because they were both married to Shimon at a certain point. That's the Gemara's kasha. If you say Zekei it should be as if Shimon did Yibum immediately with Asha Ruven, and therefore they both come from the same house, and Levi should not have to do Yibum to two, only to one. That was the Gemara's kasha. The Rashba and the Ritva ask that the Gemara's kasha is a Pella. The Gemara understands that since she was Zukuk to Shimon, and we say Ziki Kiknusa, it's as if Shimon was M'yadmer, and therefore if Shimon holds and Zekei Kiknusa, you should only have to do Yibum to one of the two because they're both from Bayesachon. The Rashman, the Ritva ask, the rule that we say Zikik K'knusa only is in regards to Eish Zakhash Le'bay We don't say Zikik K'knusa if there are two Yevamin. Let's say there's Ruben, Shimon, and Levi. Ruben died. So his wife is Ayol or to Shimon, or to Levi. We don't say Zikik K'knusa. We don't say that she's colonized to Shimon and Levi can't do Ibum. Whoever does the Ibum is the one who's a Gloy Muslim Lafreya. She was Zakuk to him. We don't say because she's zika Keknusa to Shimon that Levi can't do Yibum. Each one has the opportunity to do Yibum. So now that Ashes Ruvain was Neufel in front of Shimon and Levi, true, it could be theoretically Zika Keknusa to Shimon, but she's also Zika Keknusa to Levi. And if Levi does Yibum eventually, so then she was Zohar to him. What's the Gemara asking? That we shouldn't say Zika Keknusa by Saif Yibam, because you see that he doesn't know here. Nobody says Zikir get knusa, when there are two brothers that could do Yibum. If that's the case, when there's ever more than one brother, there's no Yibum. Because the Zikir to each one, and therefore nobody could do Yibum. It's impossible to say such a thing. Of course we don't say Zikir Only regarding the uh, <laughs> Levi was born after the Nefila of Eishas Reuben to so we say Zikir because they're not on equal footing. But when there are two brothers that the Nefil in front of them, of course we don't say Ziki Knusa. That's the Rashba and the Ritz is Kasha. The Rashba answers that we don't say Ziki when there's two brothers that a woman was Nefil evil in front of them, that's only when they're both alive. Because each one can do evil. If one of the brothers died, if Shimon died, we say Ziki Knusa, and therefore, Yomara asked, we should say in this case that there was Ziki Knusa to Shimon, and What's the svarah behind that? Because since it's possible if he was alive, he could have done yibum. so therefore, we look at it as if he did the yibum, and we say she was khanos to him and not to lady. Rosh of the Rash, if he was alive, it's possible he would have married her, he would have done yibum. so therefore, she's considered khanos to him. The Rashbah asks on that, that al L'Chaira is, as the Rashba says, Sefara Rechayko It's a very vital svara to say. If he's alive, we don't say Ziki K'knusa. When he's dead, then we say in retro that it's possible he would have been M'yadim. So therefore it's as if he was M'yadim and she's was to him. is a very Sefara to accept. When he's alive, we don't say Zeke Kinusa. When he dies, we do say Zeke But the Rashba says it's impossible to say differently because if we don't say that when they die, we say Zeke K'knusa, then, if there were two brothers, R- Ruvain died and he left over at Almano to be Eililil Yibum to Shimon and Levi. And then Yehuda was born. And then Shimon and Levi both died. Nobody was kind of certain. If we don't say Zikikiknusah even after death, then how could Yehuda ever do Yibum in such a case? Arab Shimon holds that we do say Zikikiknusah in such a case and Yehuda can do Yibum. And that's like we mentioned in the previous plot. The Rashba Zahrach, that even if he does do Yibum, because if you needed Yibum to be mater, and zikir knusa is not enough, then it should always be that she, the second she was neifel and she didn't get Yibum yet, it should be Kal Yvomashaibo, Bishas defitly Vam have you lay Keshak If we need a Yibum to be matter for this ishakh and the zikir knusa is not enough, but how could Yibum afterwards help? She should be Aser because the second of the Nefila, if she wasn't mutter at that moment, she's going to be Aser afterwards. If she's not mutter immediately, she stays Aser forever. So therefore, it's Mokrach in Reb Shimon that Zikr Kiknusa is Mater for Eshazach Elamai, even if eventually the brother that was around didn't do Yibum, Because if he need to come onto his Yibum, Bepayel, he actually has to do a physical ibum and Zikrit Knusa is not enough, then even if he did him afterwards, it wouldn't help to alleviate the Iser of (laughs) Eishas Ahav Shleba that Eishas Rubin has to Levi, because the second Eishas Rubin fell, Leibom, she was Aser, to Levi. And the Yibom that Shimon will do afterwards won't help. And what's says the Rashba, that Zikrit Knusa is Matir, it makes it that the second the. Ruvain was Nifter, she's conas the Shimon, and therefore he consummates the ishus that Leah had with Ruvain, and he absorbs that into his own Ishus, and therefore when Levi is born afterwards, even if there was no yiboom, she's not Ishla by Bailami anymore. That's how the Rashba proves that Rub Shimon's understanding in Zika Keknusa is that even if eventually he does not do a Yibum. We still say that Zikyuk Kiknusa. Therefore, the Rashba goes on further to explain that the Gemara couldn't have answered the of Kasha that Shimon only says Zikyuk Knusa where he did Yibum. And in this case, he didn't do Yibum, but just did Maimer And that's why we don't see Zikyuk That won't be a Teretz Because Shimon holds, even if he did not do Yibum eventually, even if Shimon did not do a Yibum, we still say Zikyuk Keknusa from the Hechreach that we just mentioned. So again, Pshat that the Rashbah learns in the Sugi is that. Ziki Kiknusa, even if he doesn't do yibum, even if he dies, we say Ziki Kiknusa, and therefore the Gemara asked Akasha, although Shimon died and he did not do yibum, we should say Ziki Keknusa. True, when there are two brothers that are alive, we don't say Ziki Kiknusa, any brother can do yibum. However, if a brother dies, the Rashba says, it's muchach that if a brother dies and he doesn't do yibum, we say Ziki Kiknusa to him, and that's why the Gemara asked Akasha, why does Levi have to do yibum to one and chalisa to the other. They are con- should be considered two yevamos who come from one house. Rashb acknowledges that this far as da'chuk to say that we say zikkei Kiknusa only by a case where the brother died, and if he's still alive, we don't say zikkei Kiknusa, But he says there's no other way around it. A picheshben of the Mishnah and the Gemara until now. Rab-shemen in has two simonim to explain this Indian Sarashva that Michayim, we don't see Zika K'nusa only after Misa. Basically, he says to the that if all the brothers are alive and one brother went ahead and made Ibn Merchalitza, so he took over the Zika of everybody. Everyone's Zika, everyone's Zika K'nusa in the Ivama was waiting to see who was going to take it over. When one of the brothers comes along and does, Yibam Merchalitza, so he took the entire Zika to himself. That was by all the brothers. However, when one brother dies, his Zika can't be undone, can't be taken away. The brother wasn't doing anything for him or are not taking away any of his Zika because he's dead. There's no way to take away his Zika. Therefore, it's a glorious Muslim afraid that his Zika was there to last forever. That's called a kinyin that lasts because it can't be undone anymore and therefore... We say, Glom Muslim Afreya, that his Zikhi K'nusa was never taken away. And that's why we say, after he dies, we say, Glom Muslim Afreya, the Zikhi K'nusa to him. Le'b Shimon has another Mahalach similar to that. Anyone who wants to see it can take a look in Simon, Yud zain and Yud Ches. And Echlisha B'shem in Yehuda HaKoyen on Yevonus. The Ritzvah does not accept that. The Ritzvah says it's dochok and it's impossible to, agree to the Rashba Svarah. If he's alive, we don't say Zikhi K'nusa. If he's in the kaver we say she's called him at that point. That's impossible. So the Ritva explains the Gemara's kasha differently. The Ritva explains that the Gemara's understanding that will say Zika Kiknusa here, even though in a normal case where Yuvamma falls to two brothers, we don't say Zika Kiknusa regarding one brother and not to the other brother, that's because over here in Arach Sugya, we're talking about a case where he did Maimer also. If he does Maimer, Maimer plus Zika, according to Rav Shimon, should equal Zika Kiknusa, even if the two brothers are alive, because the Sefara is, after he does a Maimur, he started the process of yibum, so we accept that he's going to be the one who is going to actually do yibum. Normally, if the two brothers that are alive, and there's just a simple Zika, we can't say Zika Kiknusa regarding one brother, not the other, whether he's alive or whether he died. There's no difference. The Zika Kiknusa works for both brothers. However, when Shimon in this case, did Maimer, Rabbi Shimon holds, clearly that Maimer has a dindir He started the process of ibum. Therefore, in such a case, even if the both brothers are alive, we say, Zika Kiknusa to Shimon exclusively because he did a Maimer, a Maimer plus a Zika, and Rabbi Shimon holds Zika Kiknusa equals that she is conus to Shimon, and therefore, when Shimon dies, both Ashes Ruvain, who was conus to Shimon because of the mimer plus the that creates a situation that both she and Shimon's original wife are considered and therefore the Gemara asks, one Yibum or Halitza should suffice for the both of them. That's how the Ruth explains the Gemara's cash. The Gemara continues, brings another Raya Against the Mahalach and Rib Shimon that we say, the Gemara brings a braisa that says there are three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Two of them, Reuben, and Shimon, are married to two sisters, to Leah and Rachel, Aisha <laughs> or married to a woman and her daughter, Aisha Vaspita, granddaughter, Aisha So the Chachomma say that the women who are <laughs> the wives of Reuben and Shimon, are in Refa to Levi. Our chalitzah is from Miziyahmis. new chalitzah they don't do ibum. Reb Shimon Paiter, Reb Shimon says that their potter are both from chalitzah and from Yibum, The Gemara later brings a drosha, litzrar that when theoretically they become tsaris one to another, there's no ibum or chalitzah at all. So the Gemara asks the kasha. If Reb Shimon holds zikah kekhusa, so when Reuven died and Leah, his wife, was nifal ibum to Levi, so even if Shimon dies afterwards. And Rachel's wife is also Neifel Leibum, to Levi. According to Reb Shimon, why does he say both are Potter? Because there's a Drasha of Litzor that we can't have them be Tsarais. The second, that Reuben died, Leo became Skuka to Levi, and therefore it's as if he was Miadmer. So when Rachel, Asha Shimon is Neifel and she's her sister, she shouldn't be in any way a hindrance to Leo to do Yibum. Rachel should be Potter because she's Achais. Of Levi, it's as if Levi was miabim already, and Rachel should be potter, but not Leah. Leah be Le- Mesiabim Le- Le- to Levi. So the Gemara answered my pater pater b'shnia that when Rib Shimon patters, it means he patters only Rachel. Leah taka is oileibum to Levi. So the Gemara asks him before Bryce that he patters everybody both Leah and Rachel. So the Gemara says, "Omar Ravah shniah shabuzze v'shniah Ze. Rova understood that the b'risa is not. Four different cases that Reuben and Shimon married two sisters, or a mother and a daughter, or a mother and a grandchild. It's all one case. Ruben married one sister, a mother, a grandmother, and another grandmother. And Shimon married the first one's sister, the second one's daughter, the third wife's granddaughter, and the fourth wife's granddaughter, Basmanov. I and mean, Shimon Patters all of Shimon's wives. Why? One of Ruven's wives is Musia Bemis. Because we're going to say that although they didn't do even yet, but since Ruven died first, we'll say Ezekiel Kekrusa, one of them was Kikusa to Levi. And when one wife is Musia Bemis, the rest of the Tsarais are Potter. One woman is Musia Bemis from each house. And then when Shimon died, all of his wives are going to be pater from Yvonne Mechalitza because, let's say, Reuben will be Miabim, one of the two sisters. So then, if he's going to be Miabim Leia so Rachel is an erva Rachel, the wife of Shimon, is an Ereva. She's a sister of Leah. And all the other wives are a Tsar's So therefore, they are all pater from Yvonne Mechalitza. That's the Gemara's Terrence, according to Rab. One of Reuben's wives is Keknusa because of Zika Keknusa. By the time Shimon died, all his wives are going to be potter. One's going to be a direct to... the one that's k'nusa to Levi, and the rest are going to be tzarasar. Now the Masha has a very basic kasha. We said that one of Reuben's wives are going to be zika ke k'nusa to Levi, and therefore Shimon's wives won't answer Reuben's wives, although they're an erevah. and therefore. One of Reuben's wives is going to be miabim, and the rest of Reuben's wives and all of Shimon's wives are going to be Potter. Masha asks, just like the Gemara said before, that when there are two Yivamin, two potential brothers, to do even we don't say zikikiknus according to Reb Shimon. The same way, when there are two Yivamas, when there's more than one wife that Reuben left over for Levi to be miabim, here too we should say that we don't say zikikiknus in such a case. The far that we don't say zikikiknus when there's more than one brother is because how do you know who is going to be Miabim? The same way, when there's more than one wife that's nefel Ibum, we say, how do we know who's going to be the Messiah Bemis? So we shouldn't say Ezekiel So how could the Gemara say that the Debrais is talking about that four of Reuven's wives were nefel and four Shimon's wives, and amongst the four of Reuven's wives, we say Ezekiel Kenusa to one of them, and therefore one is Messiah Bemis. We don't say Ezekiel when there's more than one option for Yibum. Whether we're talking about the Yavamim, whether we're talking about the Yavamis. So understood the Marsha, and therefore he asks, How could Ravah say we're talking about four Yavamis? I still say Ziki Knusa. The Marsha answers, It's not a comparison, Yavamim to Yavamis. When there's more than one Yavam, we don't say Ziki Knusa, we don't know who she's Knusa to. She could be Knusa to Shimon. and she could be Knusa to Levi. Therefore, since there's not one guaranteed Yavam to do Yivam, we don't say Ziki Knusa. However, by two Yivamas. Since after after the yavam to marry any Yivama that he wants to, we consider each one Kiknusa. The Mashah holds the if the yavam can choose who he wants to, so then the one he chooses is retroactively considered Kiknusa from the beginning. Mashah in by two Yivamin, since each one can choose to do Yibum, the option doesn't lie in the hands of one particular yavam. In that case, we don't say Kiknusa as the Gemara says before. That's the Mashah. The Teis of however, asks the Marshal's kasha, how could you say by more than one Yavama, we don't say that when there is more than one option for Yibum, And he learns, because of this kasha, totally different from Halakha, the Gemara, he does not hold like the distinction, he holds that even the Maskana, we don't say Zik'a when there is more than one Yavama. Eventually answers that Rav Shimon is in a case where they fell one after the other, was Naifal and then Rachel was, that we say Zika Keknusa, and Leah is Mutter, and Rachel is Aser, because of being an error to Leah. The Gemara says, the Braitha that says, that Reb Shimon, is, in a case where they felt Bavasa that both of them were Naifal the same exact second, Reuben and Shimon died simultaneously, and he holds like a Bisiagli, that we say, Efsher L'tzamtzim. Now the character asks Akasha, why don't we say, that's talking about that they weren't That's a very big daichik. Let's say they fell one after the other. Rubin died first, and then Shimon died. The reason the case of the Braissa, we don't say Zika Keknusa is talking about that Levi was a cotton, Bishastana of both Rubin and Shimon. Since he's a cotton, he can't do Ibom. So in such a case we're gonna say that we don't say Zika he can't do yibum. So it's very misdabbered to say that we don't say such a case. Zika kiknusa. The Kerener mice proves from this Gemara that even by a cotton we say zika kiknusa. If the yavam is a cotton and he can't do Yibum, we still say zika kiknusa. Why? Because although he can't do Yibum, his zika asrs the yavamis from being Noise Lashuk. They can't get married to whoever they want. They're also and they have to wait for him to do Yibum or chalitza. Since he has a zika that asks them to marry Lashuk. We say that zikkek Kiknusa, even in a case where he can't actually do even at this point. However, the karen moedera points out that's not like the galante. The galante says Mefurish, that by cotton we do not say zikkek Kiknusa, and therefore his kasha would be shver According to that sheet, to let the gemara say it's talking about a case they die one after the other and Levi was a cotton, and therefore we don't say zikkek Kiknusa. Now, as we said, the gemara answered that. It's talking about Shanaflub that Ruven and Shimon died simultaneously and therefore we can't say that Leia is Zikr to Levi and therefore shall be Oyla and not Rachel Eish Shimon. and therefore we have a case that Rub Shimon holds that Litzra, they're both aser, and therefore they're both Potter and they're not Oyla, not Now, and this Teres of Simon <laughs> Asakasha. The Gemara says in several places in Shah that... said Something that's a chalice that cannot be chal in two stages can't be chal even if you did it A person cannot marry two sisters one after the other the same way he can't marry two sisters together in one Mice Caducean. If that's the case, Rebuchan asks, why does the Gemara say that we need a post apostolic... a according to Reb Shimon if both sisters were marry for leave they're both potter from Yibu and chalitza, even without that Pasek. Since, according to Rav we say Zikki Kiknusa, it's as if he married them. So since one cannot be Makadish two sisters, one after the other, he can't be Makadish two sisters, simultaneously, the same way by Yibu. Since, if we say Zikki Kiknusa, it's as if he married her, one cannot marry two sisters simultaneously. That's Shubuchanam's cash. Hamas says, according to Taisa staff Stavtes, that says we say this rule of kol shein only by something that the person did by himself, something that happens by itself. not through the person's actions. We don't say this rule of kol shein Then by ibum, where the halos of the zika happened by itself, happened menasheim. It did not happen by uh, any action that the yavam did. Therefore, we won't say the rule of and she will be will leave them together with her sister, if not for the pasuk of Litzra. However, that only works with Taisis sheet and Mechires. Rid holds that even by something that happened by itself, not by a person's particular actions, we still say in such a case also. So according to that the Kashi comes back, why do we need a Pasek Litzar to say that they're both Potter from Ibum and Halitza? Because of this Pasek of Litzar, even without the Pasek. Since we say, Zikir it's as if he's a Mekadesh, the two Yuvamahs who are sisters, b-ba-sachas. and the halor is that a person's is Mekadesh, two sisters is because she's not Mekudashes, because, so, the how it's possible to answer. That that we say that Pashim and Hol Zikir that's not a prerequisite for a Zika to be Chal, that it has to be as if it was Knusa. There's a then Zika, and then there's a then Zika kiknusa. In a case where two sisters are right for Bavassahas, where it's not possible to say Zika Knusa, man cannot be Makadesh, two sisters simultaneously, in such a case, we're going to say that there's Zika, but it's not Zika Knusa. Therefore, Shimon, even if he holds normally Zika Knusa, in this case it will be Zika without being kiknusa. But for that, he needs a possible to say that they're both potter, from both Yivam and Chalitza, and we don't say, that they're both choil, like the Chachanim. The Gemara in the bottom, brings a b'raisa, that the Gemara learns from there, that Rav Shimon does not hold, that Merlevechekach Yivam is Mutter, we don't say Zekekeke So the Gemara proves. the Gemara brings a Raya, from what it says in the b'raisa, K'anso, Shimon was kindness Laya, it's Ruben, and then Levi was born, or Levi was born, and then the Shimon did ibum, and he died. They're both part of a chalitza ibum. Kansav and Le'ach. The Brayzer says afterwards a new case. Kansav and Le'ach. He did ibum, Shimon did ibum, and Levi was born. Bach kach meis. They are impetuous Here is a case of ibein bach kach and still the Brayzer says that Remeir holds that. They're both potter from Chalitzah and Yibo. That since by the time Leah was born, Leah Aisha Shimon was already married to Shimon. So Reb Shimon holds that There's no problem of since the brayso didn't mix the two clauses, both of Ibn and Yibo, to say that Shimon argues in both. He just says that Shimon argues in the case of Yibem Vachach Noilad. So you see that Shimon holds that Noil Vachach is taka osra, and it's not because of Ziggy it's because of Hoyo Mosobahet. That she becomes entirely Eshashimon, and Rubain's issues with Leo is not existent anymore. Now, the Rashbassa Kasha, why does he want to have to bring a diuk? That the Brisa didn't mix the two clauses in the Rashbassa and the Seifa. The Brisa said two different cases, and that's why since the Bryce brings back like Sir Shimon only a case of Ibn Bach Nailer and not Elibahakibim so we see that Rib doesn't argue in the case of Na'bachahibem. What's Ningmar bring him before I from Rib Shimon's words Mufurish? Rib Shimon says the reason it's mutter is because Hailoval Mutzah Bhatter, Vlayalam Daal of Shah has bezzar. Rib says Mufurish that Shimon was Miyab Laya, therefore by the time Lay came around, he was Mitsalbahetar. He saw her. When he came to, on the scene, Leo was already mutter, there's no more Eishis of ruling. Rav Shimon clearly says what a Svar is. Why does the Gemara have to come on to a deal? So the Rashba says the Gemara could have been that Rav Shimon was saying, the Rabbanon. says, according to me, even Noel would be mutter because of the Svar of According to you, at least, let it be mutter by even Achkech Noelad because by the time Levi was born, Shimon's marriage to Leah erased or absorbed the issues that Reuben had, so Melech is not going to be Eishadah Hushleba Elomai. that's what they want to prove from the Deer so that Reb Shimon argues only in the case of Yimeh Machkach Noelad, not in the case of Noelad Machkach Yimeh. Now that's the Rashba. Lemais the Raman learns that actually this svara, the Rashba's Kasha, that Hoyle Vom is given rationale, so you see that he holds only by Ibn Vakach and not Noil Rechachach because you can't say this far of Hoil Vom That actually has how the Ramban learns Pshat the Gemara's Raya. Why? Tais Sasakash. What's the Gemara's Raya mid venu Vinu? That the Brisa doesn't put together the case of Ibn Vakach and Noil Rechach to say that Psham argues that even in the case of Noil Rechach make the same dig from the Mishnah. In the Mishnah also, we find that. The first Mishnah talks about Neuler Rachachimimim, there's no Machlaikas. Then the Mishnah brings the second Mishnah, the Hyachesman Beis, says a case of Ibn Vachachach and there shimon argues. And the Gemara wants to say that Reb shimon argues on both. I make the deal that the Mishnah only brought the Machlaikas or Reb shimon in the second case of Yibim Vachachach Nailer, not Neuler Rachachachimimimim. It's more like the Gemara holds it's not such a tremendous deal. So Tysus over here answers no. In the Mishnah, we don't see any case that it was Ma'ariv, there was a Passage where the Tana actually put two cases together, even when it wasn't necessary. However, over here, the Brisa says Kansa Umeis Rachekach Yach Shimon made Yibum and then he died and then Levi was born. Or, or Levi was born Rachekach Kansa Umeis and then Shimon did Yibum and he died. In both those cases, it says that the Yivamis are Potter from doing Yibum with Levi because Eish Tacham Shleimay Now Kansa Lo Shimon did Yibum and then Levi was born. That's the other There's no Havamina to say that she won't be There's no Zikki Shimon's dead. Levi's born after everything is finished. After Ruvain died, after Shimon died. There's no Havamina in the world to say that she will be to Levi. It's more like that the Braisa told us this redundant case just to show us that the Braisa's Ma'arev cases together. And since he split the case of ibn Vachach from the case of Ibn and only over there by Ibn do we see that Reb Shimon argues in Smokach that the b'raisa holds that Reb Shimon argues only in the case of Ibn V'achachach because if he held that Reb Shimon argues even by Ibn then he should have put all the cases together. This b'raisa lumps clauses together. He said a redundant case of to show us that the b'raisa puts clauses together. The brayza is ma'ar of different cases, and over here he wasn't ma'ar. it's mochach. The brayza holds. Rabbi Shimon argues in this case specifically, and not in the case of Noel kachivim. That's taisas mahalach in the sugya. The Raman and Rashba bring different Mahalachim How to explain this line in the Gemara? However, at the end, the Raman holds that the crux of the Gemara's raya is by the fact that Rabbi Shimon says, "Ha'yulva of Beheter, By the time Lady came around, she was already mutter. She was considered eishes Shimon. She's not eishes Ruven anymore. That is the proof that Rav Shimon argues only in the case of Yibim Vachakach Noelad, not in the case of Noel Lashon of the Gemara, Bavad the Seif mank as the Gemara explains, that's just proving that Rav Shimon said his rationale is that's why the Brisa separates the clauses. But the crux, the Iker point of the Gemara's Raya is not from the fact that the Brisa split it into different clauses, you see in the Mishnah, the Mishnah also splits it, and that's not enough of Rechoha, the Reb Shimon doesn't hold of, also is Mutter, the Ikariah of the Gemara is, from the fact that Reb Shimon said, as we said before, the Rashba holds, it could be he was saying he himself doesn't hold of it, therefore the Rashba did not learn like the Rabban. Now earlier in the Brayse, it says that Shimon did on laya. And then Levi was born. Or Levi was born and then he did Maimer. And Shimon died. So it says that Leia is Eshachov Shaleva Ilamai of Levi. So Mela, she's Mutra shock. And Rachel Shimon is Chalatz Lamis Yabemes. Because Rabban we look at the Maimer as some sort of a knesa, So therefore, she's the Tzara of Leia. So it's Tzara says Eshachov Shaleva so, in Rabbanon, we don't allow her to do Ebom, but she has to do Chalitza because Maimer is only the Rabbanon. Rabshemin says that if he was Miyabim or Chalitza, Rachel Esha Shemin, Leah, is Mutter Lashok. Only after he did either Ebom or Chalitza with Rachel Esha Shemin. Why? Because Rabshemin holds that Maimer is Safikaina. So, therefore, it could be that. She became Knusa to Shimon. So therefore, the two Yavamets of Boitz and they're both from the same house. So therefore, if Shimon's wife is in or does chalitza with Levi, Lea she's Ruvay, for sure Lashog. In if Mimer is Kainakini and Gomer, so then they're both from the same house. So chalitza or even one of the two wives, Pater the other ones. If Mimer is not Kainu, so therefore she's the Esedach of Sholei Bohe and... She's anyways more to Lashuk, and Rochel Eshe Shimon needs chalitz or Ibum to patter herself. And we don't say she needs chalitz like Lechachom, because Rav holds that Maimer is a Tzavik Kaino Kinyi Gomer, or it's not Kaino at all. Now the Braitha adds, however, that if he was chalitz to Leia, Eishas Reuben, the one who got Maimur from Shimon, that does not patter Rochel Eshe Shimon, Since it's a Tzavik, if Maimer is Kaino Kinyi Gomer, it could be that really she's not considered Eishas Shemem. And they're not from the same bias. So therefore, what she gets chalitza will not pat her why doesn't the Gemara prove from here, from this clause in the B'naiis? Why does the Gemara have to go on to later part of the B'naiis and be medaik that, that the b'risa didn't say two cases together, the Gemara split into two clauses and we see Reb argues only in the case of even Machachek Niliad. The more we see, dear. But the more we say, it's a portion of Shimon holds, in a case where Shimon did Maimer on Le'ayishes Reuven, and then he died. It says that Chalas Lavalas Maimer Le'nifter Yotzara. It was Chaylitz to Le'ayishes Reuven. It doesn't patter Rochel Eishes Shimon. Now, if you hold Dik Kenusa, Tesis asks, Am I L'Dik Me'achat Tiftler Bavayshia? Bring a Raya. That we don't say Kiknusa, because if we say Kiknusa, then the tzar should be potter. Then Rachel, Eish Shemin, should be potter, as both of them, Leah and Rachel, are two wives from the same bias. If we say zikikiknusa, it's, it's as if Leah married Shimon through Yibum. If that's the case, then whether he does Yibum Rachelitzah to Leah or Yibum Rachelitzah to Rachel, it should potter the other one. And by the fact that we say if he's chaletz teleya, Rachel is not pater, Lashuk. So you see that we don't hold zikki k'knusa. If we hold zikki k'knusa, that means they're both married to him and either one that does chalitzu will pater the other one. The Torah's answer is, that wouldn't be a right because we could say that's only with the Rabbana, that really when a Torah zikki and if he's chaletz teleya, she pater's Rachel eish ha However, Chavim didn't let, because, people might say, two Yivomits that come from two houses, one could be chayless, and the other one is Potter and Hansen. like the Gemara said on Omad Aleph. And since he wasn't kindness or Shimon did not actually marry Leah, he just made mimer, so the people, it's going to seem that she's still from Ruben's house, they're not going to realize that she's somewhat Shimon's already, But they might come to say, the two Yvamas from two houses, one's chalitza can patter the other one. However, the Rashba has a problem with Taisus. He says if that's the case, then Migoyz are a different zera. Why do we say that Aishes Rubin gets off the hook because of the chalitza that he made to Rachel Aishes Shimon? Making zera, the her off the hook now. We we'll come to say that if Levi was born after Rubin died, and then Shen went ahead and made Maimer, that if he died before he actually did yibum, she still is yaitz without anything. And for Chalitsa, the people will make a mistake and mix up this case with a case of two separate buttons. Roshma brings a different Teretz, the Eshma Teretzam, that we couldn't learn from that clause in the Braisa, that Chalatz, L'Ba'al's Mamar, L'Niftir Etzara, there was Chalits to leishis Ruvain that Rachel Eishish Shimon is not Yaitzeh L'shuk, I should say Ziki as Taisa's asked, and therefore they should be considered from one bias and chalitza to Le'Eshus ruvain should be enough to pater Shimon, Aishis, Rachel. So the answer, the reason we could have been such a Raya from that clause in the Risa, because it could be that Risa holds, that we don't say Zikki unless he actually does Ibum at the end. Since Shimon did not consummate the issues he had with Leo Isha's ruling, Shimon just did my he didn't do Ibum, he died before he had a chance to do Ibum. In such a case, we don't say Zikki Of course, as we mentioned earlier, Throughout the entire Sugi, we see the Svarah is not true. We see that Zekih Kiknusa is even if he did not do evil at the end. Still, these Yeshman Tarsen hold that at this point in the Gemara, the Gemara held it's theoretically possible to say there's a Svarah, and therefore there's no Raya from that part of the Braisa. The Rashba says that Tarsus also is not possible to answer Tarsus Kasha because there cannot be a Havamina at any point in the Sugya that we say Zekih Kiknusa only if eventually at the end he did evil because the Rashba said, as we mentioned in the previous blot, if we say that there's no Zikr Keknusa unless he actually did yibum at the end, then that would never help for Eishazach Shleba Elomai. If we say that to make Zikr Keknusa, that Shimon consummates the entire issues that Leia had with Reuven, and therefore when Shimon dies afterwards, he's mater, the Eishazach Shleba of Reuven's issues with Leia for Levi, because he consummated the issues, if we say that you need an actual yibum. And it's not enough just Zika Kiknusa without Ibum, so then it couldn't help even if at the end of the day Shimon actually did Ibum. Because if you need Ibum, that means Bishastana Nefila, when Ruvain died, at that point she was Usar to Levi until Shimon took the entire ishus and absorbed it by doing Ibum. If that's the case, she was Nesra Shahas. Bishastana Nefila, she was Usar. Once a isha's is she can never get a to afterwards. So, if you're going to say that Leia was not considered Kiknusa entirely until Shimon did Yibum, did Yibum she wasn't Kiknusa, so then there's no way that Leia will be Mutter, even after Shimon dies, even if he did Yibum, because did Yibum, from Ruvain, she was usher to Levi. That doesn't go away. that Mamish, the second Ruvain died, she was Kiknusa to Shimon, and he so to speak, consummated, absorbed the entire issue that Leah had with Reuven. She becomes come to Shimon. So therefore, when Levi was born, all he saw was a wife of Shimon, not a wife of Reuven. The kids of the Rashba says there's no way enter- to entertain such a Havamina that Zikhi Kiknusa works only if eventually did Yibum. If you need Yibum in order to allow the halach of Zikhi Kiknusa, it can't help because Bishast and already she became oser to Levi and that cannot be changed afterwards. So the Rashba says the third Mahalach to answer Tzitzis Kasha, like we said, Tzitzis Asan Kasha, bring a right from the fact that Chalas <laughs> Lavalis Maimar, who is he's to Lea Eishes Ruvain, it doesn't patter Rachel Aisha Shimon to the Shuk. I would say she's Zikhe So the Rashba answers a third Mahalach. He says we could have said that the reason the Chalitza that Levi did to Lea Eishes Ruvain doesn't patter Rachel Aisha Shimon the Shuk, even though we say Zikhe Kinyusa and they're both married. To Shimon at a certain point, and therefore Levi should be able to be chalitz to one and pat to the other. There are two yivamis from one house, so the Rashba says no. There's a big difference between yibum and chalitzah. Enoch if he did yibum to Leah, Eishes Ruvain, that would definitely patter Rachel Eishes Shimon to marry Lashuk. It says and they were both married to Shimon. And at one point, when Shimon died, Levi can patter either one Lashuk by doing yibum with any of the two. However, when he does Khalitza, the Rashba says Khalit is different. Khalitza is not a kinyan. Khalitz is a Ptur. If it's a Ptur, all it does is it releases her from his Zika. He did Khalitza with Leia aisha's Ruvain, all that happened is that he released her from the Zika that he had with her. But the Rashba says such an act of Ptur will not necessarily help a wife that was mamish married to Shimon. And therefore the Raisa says, Chalitza, the valis doesn't patter Tsarasa. Chalit, Talei, Aisha, that won't patter Rochel Aisha Shimon Lashuk. True, we say However, it's only a level, it's only a darga of Zika. If she's Zokuk and he released her from her Zika, that's not going to be enough to release Rochel Aisha Shimon, who was really married to Shimon. That won't be enough to release her. From her chiyuv, chalitza or Yimu. If they were both married, Leah and Rachel, so then when he does chalitza to one, it punishes the other one. Since both are full fledged wives, so the chalitza, the releasing of one, is as if he released both of them from their zika. However, if Rachel, Asheshim, is Mamash she was married to him, and Leah, Ashesh, Ruvain is only Zika Knusah, she's really Zakuk, Zakuk gives her a din of Knusah, but it's not Mamash Knusah. On the same level that if he releases her from her Zika, that he releases a, a stronger Zika, a stronger Ishus to Lashok, namely Rochel Shimon. Therefore, the Rashba says it's no Raya from here that we don't say Zika Kiknusa. Zika Kiknusa, but it's not Mamish the same level. And therefore, Ligabi Khalitsa won't be enough to patter someone who's Mamish Knusa because he pattered one who's only Zkuka, which is like Knusa, but not Rakhdechach. Like since it's not Namashakini that it consummates the issues, it just releases it from Rizika, so since it's a lower level, it won't be enough to patter uh Tsarasa, who was actually Mamish married to Shivan. You want afterwards brings some like Rebbe and the If the Yavam did Maimur and his bal against her will. According to Rebbe, the Maimur is Chal, because he compare it to Bia Yavama, Just like by Bia and Yavama regular Yibum, it's kinda of even Balkarcha. The same way, Maimur he's kind of even against her will. And according to the Chachamim, Maimer Baal Karcha is not Chal, because the Chacham compared to Kiddushin the Alma, just like a regular case of Kiddushin, one cannot be Makadosh and nisha, Baal Karcha, the same way, Kiddushin by Yevama. Namely, Maimer also cannot be Chal against her will. Now the Arachlaner makes a very interesting comparison between this Machlechus and another Machlechus we find in and the Chachamin, in Menoha Tav Kufzayin. There's Rebbe and the Chachomin, if we say when you learn... From halacha aleph to halacha beis, if we say what's called a daimina umina or daimina vayikib baasra, when you learn halacha aleph to halacha beis, do we say that all the halachas from halacha aleph transfer to halacha beis? Or we say no, we learn the basic idea from halacha aleph, but halacha deals with it according to its own parameters. According to the chachamim, if someone is accountable to bring shemen to bring nesachim of shemen for a nedavah, according to the chachamim, he has to bring a leg. According to Rebbe, he has to bring three-legged. What's the Mach like? it's the learn, We learn that you bring Nesachim of Shemen as a Nedava from Mincha's Nedava. And just like by Mincha of Nedava, the Shemen that you bring is a leg. the same way, when you bring a Shemen alone for a Nedava, the shear is a leg. That's called Dayu Na Rebbe argues, and he holds, you have to bring three-legged. Why? Because Rebbe holds, namina, ba'asra. You learn from there, but then you deal with it in its own parameters. Just like your Naidav, a Mincha, you could be Shemen. But, aikiba when you get to the details, you have to deal with it in the halacha that you're dealing with, in halacha base, not from the place you learned it from. So therefore, Oiki that just like you can bring Nesachim of wine, and the sheer of Nesachim of wine is three like. in the same way, the Nedava of Shemin the sheer is three like. So, Rebbe, and the Chama, are the that learn Daimino that you learn a halacha from halacha Aleph to halacha Beis. You have to keep the same halachas even for all the details from halacha Aleph. The same way you learn Kedushin Alma, Kedushin of a regular woman to Kedushin of Maimur of just like Kedushin of a regular woman, Kedushin de Alma, the halacha is that she has to be Miskadesha Sodaita, the same way by Maimur. When you transfer the Limud from Kedushin to Maimur, you can't pick and choose and say, I am learning the Iker Halacha of Kedushin to maimer, but I'm not going to learn the Halacha of Midaita. There's no such a thing. You have to learn entirely from the, what you learned from. According to Rebbe, you could learn the Iker Halacha of Kedushin by Avama from Kedushin da Alma, from a regular woman, but you can split and say, I'm going to learn the Halacha of Kedushin from Kedushin of regular woman, but for Iki Basra, I'll learn the Halachas, all the details of how the Kedushan is done, ba Asra in its place, in the place of Yavama. Just like Yavama can be nicknays, Bibiyah, against her will, the same way a man can be a woman who is a Yavama with Kedusha Maimar and do it by Karcha, because we don't have to learn all the details from regular Kedushan. We just learned the main halacha, that this Kedushan by Iki b'asra. Now I'm going to transfer it and learn the details, all the pratim, in its own place. And I don't have to transfer all the halachas from the halacha that I learned it from. Now, how do we know that Kedushin, Daalmas, Tam Kedushin, needs Das of the Isha? So Rashi brings a Postuk Isha Acher, Midaito Mashma. The Postuk says she went ahead and married somebody else, it's Mashma that she did it on her own cognizance, on her own Das. Now, there's a Rashi in Mesechta, this Kedushin, Daaf Mimdalad, Omid Aleph, know, at the top of the Omid, Rashi brings a different reason. He says Kedushin needs Das of Isha because you need Das Makna. You can't get somebody to sell you something unless he does it him since so she's being makna herself, you need Das Makna. That's how Rashi explains in Kadushan. Now the to explain Rashi over here why he has to come into a group and is not satisfied to explain like Rashi and Kidushin, because you need Das makna like every other Kenyan. It's possible to explain that Rashi over here learns, like the Ran Musachna Doram de the that when a woman is miskadesh it's not that she's makna herself to her husband. What happens is she's so to speak, mafka herself and her das, and allows her husband to take her. This way, the Kedushin is done entirely by the husband, by the man, Kikach Ish, and she's not involved in the Kedushin at all. According to that, we can explain the Rashi Avira holds that the Svarah of Das Maknabinen wouldn't help in regarding Kedushin. She's is not involved in the Kedushin. She actually is a passive bystander, so to speak. She allows the husband to Kedushin. Without the Pasik of Al Akher, I would say there's a Havimina that she'd be able to be in against her will. She's not involved in the condition at all, she's not a das Makna. Therefore Rashi had to bring a Pasik. Now as we said, the Gemara says that the Khomhold that Maima needs daita just like regular Kadushin. Now the Rashba asks, what do you mean by Kaddush you don't always need Daita either? You find Kaddusha by Al Karha against her will, the father can miskaddish her to off against her will the Rashmah says, that's Pashat, that the father's das is in place of her das. So it's not considered by Al-Karcha, it's considered by Daita, because the father has and controls her das. Since the yad of her father, the hand of her father is like her yad, and she doesn't have yad b'chal to mekabal kaddushin, so in mela, her father's das is in place of her das, just like her father's hand is in place of her hand to mekabal kaddushin. Now regarding the Etzema whether one can do maimer b'yevim against her will, the Dvar of Rome in Chelek Beis, Simeon Chais, asks Akashna. He asks, what's the comparison? Rebbe made a comparison between Mimer to Bia of Yirama. Just like Bia of Yirama is by Al-Karcha, the same way Mimer can be done by al the Dvar of Rome asks, there's no comparison. By Bia, it's an act of Bia, it's an act of Kenyan, even if it's against her will, but it's called a Bia. If he gives her money against her will for Kidushin, she does not kind the money. She's not Zayich the money. She doesn't want it. It never happened. There's no Maiseh kinyan Makhlal. As long as she's not Zayich the money, there's no Maiseh Kiddushin. So how could we say that just like Bia and Yivama is Kayna Bal against her will, the same way Kiddushin is Kayna by Yivama for Aymer Medirah against her will. There's no comparison. Here it's not a Maiseh Kinyin Kesef Kiddushin. By bia and Yivama, it's a Maiseh bia. Here there's no Maiseh kinyan since she was never Zayich in the money. She's not Zayich against her will, so therefore it never happened. The Dvarav Avram in that piece has two basic Mahalachim to explain. He writes, one mahalakh is that since she theoretically could use the money, she's with that Hano, can, a regular woman, she can say no to a Kiddushin, so therefore he can take it back if he wants to, and she cannot stop him from taking the money back over here. If he wants to take the money back, he can't, because she can't say that she's not Maskem to the Kidushin. So therefore, there is a particular hanah that she has, that she can use the money, even if she wasn't actually Zaycha in the Kesef. It's a complicated Mahalachah, and, and he's Zaycha. And the other Mahalachah that he actually stays with is, that since it's only with the Chazal said that it has a din of a Maisa kinyan Kiddushin, just like Bia is considered a Maisa kinyan by Yovama. Although in reality, she wasn't Zaycha in the money, still, Chazal gave it the Halacha, since it's only with the they gave it the Halacha of an actual Kedushin. Now that's certain that if he was Mekadesh Betoos, if he gave her the money against his own Ratzain, the Maimer won't be Chal. Toysi Yantuf writes on the first mission of the second paragraph. why do we use the Lashon Maimer? Why is Maimer the word used for Kedushin of the Yavama? They explain it. True by regular kinyan of Yavama through Bia, it could be Ba'inis, it could be. it makes no difference whether it's his mistake whether it's her mistake it's Chal by Kedusha Maimer it has to be done Midas he has to know what he's doing he has to say that he wants to be Kadashur now the question is according to Rebbe why do we say that by the Miabim if he does Maimer Betos we say that it's not Chal it has to be Maimer it has to be done with a clear Amir he has to know what he's doing according to Rebbe why do we say that if we compare it to Be of it should be done even with Bainus or Betos so the we have to differentiate that if he doesn't know he's doing it, it's not a maizeh kinyin mechlal. Anything done for the Kaina betoos is not going to be considered a maizeh kinyin kidushin. It's not a maizeh of maimer, like the Dvar Avram asked in his kasha. If she wasn't saying there was never an act of kidushin to say that the maimer should be chal. That's poshut. When he's making a mistake, even according to Rebbe, it's not going to start the process of maimer because any actor, the Kaina is making a mistake, he's not Kaina. Masha Enkain by her, if it's against her will, it's not that there was no my Kedushin. There's a Maisik Kedushin going on. It's just that it's not Khal because it's done through an Inas. even more works by Inas, Rebbe says that Maimur will also work against her will. Especially if you don't like Rashi over here that it's because of a Halchavai Zelisha Ather. It's a special thing by Kedushin that you need Das of the Isha, but theoretically a Maisik Kedushin is Khal even without her Das. So therefore, Rabbi says it's compared to even where you don't need her Das rather than compare it to regular Kedushin. If he doesn't have Das, a Meissa don't have Das, not a Meissa It's not a Meissa with a Chasor that there was no Das. It's not a Meissa Without any Pasik, you'll say it's never Paschit that a person who makes a Kedushin without knowing what he's doing or makes a Kinyan against his will, that's not going to be a Kinyan, but And on that, the Aram asks, still, if she's not Zaycha the money, Meissa Kedushin never happened. To which he answers, since it's only in the Rabbanon, Chazal suffices with the fact that it looks like a Maisei Kenyan Kedushin. According to what we said, though, that if he does it Batos, it's not considered a Maimer, even according to Rebbe, because there's a Chzor in the Maisei, it doesn't look like an act of a Maisei Kenyan all. We have to say that there's a Chiluk between when he doesn't do it Midas, it's not a Maisei Kenyan Kedushin it's not a Maisei Kenyan. A Kenyan done without Das is not a Maisei Kenyan. That she has to get the money. And is a t'nai. The Ma'is of Kedushin is why he gives her the money. That already looks like a ma'isa of Kedushin. If she's not Zoychanet, technically there was never a Chalais Ma'is of Kedushin, but it looks like it, so for that would be enough with the Rabbanon to say that she's considered a K'nuya, at least, B'kinyan Ma'imer. if he doesn't have Das you know, we can't even say that with the Rabbanon it looks like a ma'isa of K'inyan. Now, regarding the Machloikas, Rebbe Nechachalmim, whether Ma'imer Ba'al Karcha works or not, because Rebbe learns Maimer from Bia of just like by Bia of it's Chal Bal Karcho, same way Maimer. Taisus writes, although Maimer is only with the Rabbanon, still it's mustaber that Chazal made it comparable to Bia. the character is medaic that Taisus is learning only according to the man of Omar, Maimer is the Rabbanon. that's why Chazal made it comparable to Bia of Yibum, according to Rabbi, and comparable to the according to the Rabbana. However, the Karanayar says if Maimers the Ereisa, there's such a sheet in the Yerushalmi, and we mentioned before, Shimon holds like that, and the holds like that, according to that sheet, it should come out that Lukuli Alma, is Chal Baal And the Ram is very upset at this Karanayar. He says, even if we say Maimers the Yishalmi, still the Chachom would hold that it's not Kuna Baal Karcha. So we can find other differences between Mimer and Yibum. By Mimer, it's not Gehmer. Even if you are also the Ariza. doesn't make a full Kenyan. It's a Kenyan, but not a full Kenyan. And Bia is Mekadoshir entirely. And Varavram says more. He says, according to the Kerenoia, it should come out, if you're going to tell me that Mimer's the Yeraisa, does it has the same alochus as regular Yibum. so it should come out that if he's also He's doing b'shagic or Bainus, just like by a if the man, the Yavam, is mistaken, or he did a Bainus or b'shagic, it's Chal. Same way we should say, according to Karen Swara, Svara, that Maimer should also be Chal, Bainus or Beshagig, even if the Yavam was doing it Beshagig or he was an ainus. And it says, should come out, then it's possible for a cotton to make Maimer, even if he's less than nine years old, because he doesn't need Das, and he can do the Maisekinian without Das, just like by Yibum, he doesn't need Das, it could be done even by Emesha B'Shege. So like, Dvar says it's very not mistaken to say there's a thing as an Ashes cotton even less than 9 years old, to Mekadish, Yivamah, the Kesef through Mimer, according to the Shih that holds his Mimer's Deir Ayesha. rejects that. Lachira, according to this verse we mentioned before, that it's not a Mimer Bechlal if it's not done with Das and me-kaddish. it's not Bechlal or Mise Kedushin if there's no Das, we could say that True. We learned that maimer is chal ba'al from bi'ah which is chal ba'al But that's only if it's a ma'isa kedushin. If it's a true Maise Mimer. kein. If it was done against his will or shlemidas, that's not a ma'isa kinyan and therefore it's not going to be considered a maimer to say that it's chal ba'al Karcha. If it's actually a maimer, a ma'isa kedushin, just it's against her will. That's a t'nai, as we said. That's a halacha that has to be midaito, like the Rashi learned from B'Holch Vosle Shacher. So, for such an act, we can say that we learn from ibum, just like ibum echal bal karcha, the same way, kiddushimimimers echal bal karcha. But if it's done by a kotan or a chlemi daito or an oinus, mitzad the miyabe mitzad the man, it's not going to be a maisikinion at all. Such an act we cannot learn from ibum, and therefore, it won't be Chal Baal or Shalimi or Baikoton, even according to the Karen that if it's Midir we for sure compare Maimer to ibum. The Gemara Daffy Testament Be'ez says, what's Shatanir Shimon? That he holds Yibom Vachach is not Eish Zaf Shleber The Gemara says, because When he was born, by the time Le'vi was on the scene, Leah was already married to Shimon, and therefore... He never was the israresh after the because by the time he was born, Shimon had already been miabim leah So the Gemara asks, "My time with the Rabbanu." So why did the Chacham argue and say that she's us or even in such a case? So the Gemara says, "We have a Pasik. It says, isha, mem Even after Shimon does yibum, she still considered Yuvama, the ishush of Reuven on Leah is still existent even after Shimon does Yibu and therefore she's considered Eishas Acham and it's not Bo Mitzvah Beheter. When he saw her, she still was considered Eishas Reuven, although she didn't Yibu Moshem. If he was Miyabim her, if Shimon is Miyabim Leah Eishas Reuven, she's considered his wife for all practical purposes and... If he wants to be megarisher, he gives her a get. He doesn't give her Halitza. And if after he gave her a get, he wants to take her back. He can take her back. So you see that so she's not considered a Yavamu. Once the Yavam is Miyabim her. Once Shimon marries Ashis Ruvain, she loses the identity of being Eishas Ruvain. And she's entirely a Shimon. Therefore, if Shimon is Megarashir, he can take her back. Aye. The mitzvah he did is finished. What allows him to remarry her? It's not a mitzvah of anymore. So you see it's Mokach that once... Shimon does ibum. the shame Asus Ruvain dissolves and she's entirely Aisha Shimon. That's why he could take her back, even after he gave her a get. And that's why if he wants to divorce her, he doesn't give her chalitza. If she had the shame Asus Ruvain, even after he did Yibum, then he'd have to give her chalitza. What gets rid of the zikah that he has to her as a Yavama? It's mochach by the fact that he, he divorced her with a get, now chalitza, that she's not considered Asus Ruvain anymore after Yibum. So the Gemara asks the you see, she's not considered Ashish Ruben, So why do we say, according to the Chachamim, that by Ashish Rubin, even if it was even Mech that she's considered Ashish Rubin, she's also Talevi? We have Rias from different Alochas that he gives her a get, and he doesn't give her chalitza and he can take her back after a get, that she's not considered Ashish Rubin once he does Yibim. So the Gemara answers, because we have a Pasuk, Nasis Once he took her as a he Yibamah, once he did Yibum. She doesn't have it in Ashish Ruben anymore. She's considered entirely his wife. So the Gemara says it's a stira. As far as Eishes Chachav Shalei we say she is considered Ashish Ruvain. As far as giving her a get and not chalitz and being able to take her back after he gives her his get, she is considered only Ashish Shimon and not Ashish Ruvain. The so is The Gemara says because we darshan a pasuk that there's a pasuk that she's still considered Eishes So The Gemara says so why did he decide to darshan Viyibma on the Alokh of Isser of Shlevei and the Passover of Klachal Elisha on Shemagash Begetu Machsir. So the Gemur answers Shadi Ateira Ateira, Shadi Isura Isura. The Passover goes on the case of Isser of Shalach and the Passover of Hetter of Klachal goes on the case where she's Mutter where he was Miadmar. Now the Gemara asks asked Kasha, why does he give her a get and patter her? Why doesn't he have to give her a chalitza even after the Yibum? But asks. let the Gemur ask better. If you tell him she's still considered Ashish Ruvain after Yibum, so then how are we ever matter? How could he be, live with her as a husband and a wife after he did the mitzvah ibn? The mitzvah ibn is by the first Beah. Afterwards, he's just living with her as his wife. What's matter if she's still considered? So the rashma answers, it's Pashat, that when the Torah said, Le'kochalei l'isha, the Torah didn't mean just the first Beah. Le'kochalei l'isha is mashma that she'll stay with him as a wife. As long as he stays with her after the ibum. she's going to be mutter to him. And that said, it says the word v'yibamah doesn't mean that she's asr, after the Rashina. The word v'yibamah is mashma, and he's going to stay with her as long as he desires. Sigmar understood that once he does divorce her, he won't be able to take her back because she's still considered a yevamah, And when he divorces her, he's going to have to divorce with Khalitsa because she's still considered a Yavama. But of course he can stay with her as long as he'd like. Now the Ramban, when he deals with his kasha, he answers to Tiritza. He writes, first of all, that when the Torah says, that's, When he wants to divorce her, that's when it's that Adin that, But as long as he's with her from the first yibum, she's not considered a Yivama. When he decides to divorce her, then she may need Chalitza. That Torah sounds pretty much like the Rashba's Torahs, that the Torah didn't say, that, She's considered a Yevama even when he does Yivum. When he does Yivum, the Torah was matter to be with him as long as he'd like. When he takes her out, when he divorces her, that's when there's an alchemina that she's considered a Yevama. in her or Aleo, and he'll have to give her Halitza, and it might be a problem for him to take her back with a get, and that's why we need a poshuk for that. However, calls man, she's still married to him. We don't need a posuk. The Torah doesn't consider her a Yevama. The Romankin gives another Torahs. He writes, you're going to tell me that she's still considered a Yavama and she needs Chalitza if he divorces her. The man says a very sharp catch. If she's considered a Yavama even after he does yibum, and that's why she needs Chalitza when he divorces her. So that means there's a Matzav of yibum the entire time. Even the B'yashni is a Mitzvah of yibum. If you're telling me she's a Yavama after he divorces her, so that means until then, she's a and he's doing the Mitzvah of yibum. Each bee is going to do the Mitzvah of yibum, and that's why she's going to be mut. That's how the Raman answers the second terats. Now, Raman's first terats and the Rashba don't need the Mitzvah of yibum to be matter her for B'yishniah. It's just a Svar, the Kachal the was matter without the Mitzvah of yibum. According to Raman's second terats, we need the Mitzvah of yibum to be the to And there's a Mitzvah until he decides to divorce her. She needs chalitza. She considered a Yavama. She's considered a Yavama when he gives her chalitza when he wants to divorce her. So that means she's considered a Yavamma for every bea till then. Now it could be these two turutsim in the Ramban could be totally in the classic hakira in the gather of Mitzvah Sibum. Is it that the Torah was Matir the Isra when there's a situation of Yavam or it's Tuchuya the Torah was Madcha, the Lav of Eishasach in order to make the Mitzvah of yivam. But it's not that it's entirely hutar; it's just da'chui. It's pushed aside for the mitzvah ibum, but it's not that the teruah was matter the iser entirely. Rebbe Chanan and Simon Auros Siman Tes Eis Aleph brings two halachim in the Roshanim like that. Whether the mitzvah is doyich the of or it's matter the of Eishes it could be these two tirs from the Ramban are totally in that machlokes. If the mitzvah is was only doyich the of so it could be that the Ramban learns. It needs the mitzvah of Yibum to be matur each beer. She has to be considered a yavama, and it's becoming a mitzvah every time it makes a beer. Therefore, the Raman says in the second parrot that if you say, the Yibum in Rashendim alone, she needs chalitza, so the mitzvah of Yibum also continues by the beishnea. She's considered a yavama. it's a shame mitzvah Yibum on each beer, and therefore it's going to be mutter the beishnea because of the heter of mitzvah Yibum. Mashekin in the first parrot, the Raman learns, and the Rashbah answers like that, that you don't need the mitzvah of Yibum to be the beer. The Torah said, and the Mashmosh of the Pesach that she'll stay married to him as long as he wants. And it's not that you need the mitzvah of Yibum to matter each be afterwards. El-Kachol Elisha lies in the Torah, lies an intrinsic character that there is no Isser of Eishasach in the case of Yibum. The Torah was mattered. That Mahalach in the Ramban and the Rashba, the Ritva also is that the mitzvah of Yibum is matter, the Isser of Eishasach, and therefore, even if there's no Kima mitzvah, such as the second bia, and further, it's still going to be muter because the Torah was matter the issue of, Eish, of Ach b'Mokhem Yibum. Now, even if you learn the Mahalach of Tchuya after it says the that he's able to take her back even after he gives her a get, now he was already kind Mekayim of Mitzvah Yibum. So we can learn in one of two ways: either the Vaiter a, a Mitzvah of Yibum on a second marriage. He gave her a get and takes her back. There's still a mitzvah, yibum, as Raman learns. Each shbiyah on the Yavama is a mitzvah of So therefore, the Torah was megala. There's a mitzvah of even after he gave her a get and he takes her back. Or we could say tremendous chiddush that the Lekach Isha in that Apostolic lies that after he did the mitzvah of ibum, then the Torah was Matur Isha of ach after he did the mitzvah of And when he divorces her and he finishes being kind of mitzvah, the Torah is after of a Lekach Isha, that there is a heter on the Isra'i Shishach even when there is no more mitzvah of Yibo. The though, the first mahalach is more Messiah Shemalalev. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call two zero three three one two shas You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.